All right, all right, all right. Well, welcome to the first actual episode of this Juan Time podcast. My name is Juan Montoya, and uh, coming to you from my son's bedroom. This is the makeshift studio until really get something up and going. And, um, you know, it's been about three weeks since I released the pilot. I did have scheduled to have a guest, and unfortunately, he had a... uh, uh, family sickness and had to attend to that. So, uh, honestly been, was thinking about making this topic, my, uh, my first topic in general, um, was really wanting to touch on the topic of death and a little weird to start off a podcast. Uh, you know, in my opinion, it, it can be a little weird to really hit hit it off on such a dark, you know, note or tone. But um, as some of you might know, uh, I had my father recently pass away. And, you know, that's had a pretty good impact on my life, even though we weren't as close as I would have liked or would have expected. Um, but, you know, what what do you, what, what can someone really expect, um, when it comes to life? I mean, you have your ideas of what something should be as far as relationships go, you know, um, we take in plenty of entertainment that kind of gives us certain expectations and we think that something's wrong when our life doesn't reflect on what we see and is um, portrayed to us. So was really thinking that this would have been one of my first topics. So again, um, might be a little silly. That seems to be a dark topic to really touch on. But um, it's also, like I said, working as maybe some therapy and um, voicing a lot of these thoughts and just putting them out there. and, And, you know, hopefully somebody can see that you know, somebody else has these same thoughts, um, and can maybe find some comfort, comfort, whoa, 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 in, um, just knowing that someone feels the same way they do, or maybe seeing it from a new perspective. And then, you know, people can share with me their perspective and allow me to see it from a different point of view as well. But um, I guess let's just go ahead and get into it. And where do we even start? I guess at the end, death, right? Um, Not really something we think about all too often. We don't dwell on it too much. Um, It's something that's just in the back of our mind. Like one day we won't be here. And one day we won't be remembered. We shall be forgotten. And... You know, we're scared that that would happen to us. So I guess we don't think about death in general, um, you know, short of the uh, the headline or the news of a family member, a friend, extended, you know, acquaintance passes. And uh, yeah, I think it should be something that we talk about more, more often, more openly, um, a little bit more freely. And I guess just to go into it, just 
really speak about um, the way I have felt about the whole situation with my father's own passing. So, um, you know, to kind of be blunt and straightforward, when I heard he was in the hospital again, I did say, you know, wow, maybe if he were just to pass, it would be easier on us just because he had lived such a rough and stubborn life these last few years. And he was in and out of the hospital a handful of times within the last two years. And um, more so that it would have been easier on my mom because while they separated 10 years ago, she took it upon herself to still look after him and be the crutch that he used. And, uh, you know, she, my hat's off to her. She is so strong and such a kind person that, you know, she knew no, no other way to do it than to be there for him. And, you know, when you live your life with someone for, you know, 30 20, 30, 40 years, even though you were divorced, I mean, that they were such a big part of your life. And uh, my mom was still there for him. So when I got that news that he was there again, and as bad as he was, um, I did have that thought. And uh, it brings me much guilt, of course. But it's just the reality. I'm, I'm not going to shy away from the fact that I did have that thought. And... Um, um, ultimately, I was able to make it down to the hospital and see him while he was still on life support and uh, share a couple words with him as he laid there taking his final breaths. And um, he felt he felt a bit abandoned by by us. And he was living in Mexico, um, just on the other side of the border, and. It wasn't going well there for him, and we begged him and begged him to, you know, move back to the States where he had family and actual friends, not people that would take advantage of him, and uh, he just would not listen. He, uh, he wanted to do as he wished and, you know, give himself whatever freedom he felt he had from just being down there, and, you know, my obviously my father was born in Mexico. He emigrated here when he was 15, 16 years old, and then um, became naturalized like, you know, 10 or 15 years later. Um, so that was his home in a sense. I mean, that's where he came from. And so maybe he felt more comfortable being around a place where Spanish was spoken um, more frequently and the type of people that he he grew up with and you know he would consider his people um but it, it did not go well for him down there um there was many times where my mom had to meet him at the uh at the border so she could bring him to the hospital and um that's again why i was you know a little bit relieved that my mom didn't have to go through that anymore and now we have a different burden in the sense of you know, cleaning up the mess that's left in the wake of, um, uh, you know, someone's passing. 
and that's been tough. Um, done a handful of fundraisers that I've been very thankful that a lot of friends and family and, you know, the little community back home in uh, Welton and Yuma has really come um, and stepped up for us in such short notice. And um, they've been a huge help um, with uh, expenses and not, nothing short of amazing. But no matter how distant I was, or me and my father had grown apart, and I mean, we kind of always were. He uh, he was a unique individual in the sense of, you know, how he handled himself, how he communicated. And, you know, one of the things I've been working on um, in my own relationship is my communication, because I didn't have the ideal role model um, in, you know, for someone to show me so I could learn, you know, from seeing, and he we didn't have talks. Um, so there wasn't, you know, anything there to really, um, really benefit me. Um, so I could learn. Um, so that's something that I'm having to battle with now and, and looking to correct. Um, so we were quite distant and I might've talked to him, you know, once every two months, unless he, would come up and visit and um, stay for a bit while he, uh, you know, was able to see the, the grand, his grandchildren. But other than that, we did not speak. I did not know his phone number. Um, it just changed too often. And um, he always knew mine, but it wasn't something that he would do where he would, you know, call me and ask me how I'm doing or text me. Um, it just was not something that he, he was known for. Um, what he was known for was, you know, being a uh, uh, an extremely hard worker, a workaholic, a lot of people would say. Um, he provided for uh, my family, and for, for that I'll be forever grateful, you know. Um, knowing now that we grew up pretty, um, you know, below, below medium, um, medium income and... Uh, but I, you know, growing up, I didn't know. We we had food. We had, you know, plenty of presents during Christmas, and uh, we took, you know, one or two vacations a year. So we, he still managed to, you know, make it a a happy home in that sense. Um, but other than that, I mean, there was no uh, deeper connection, which is. You know, if I can take anything away from his passing is that um, I would not want my son or my daughter to feel the way I feel about my passing, the way I feel about his passing. Um, it's definitely been tough. I obviously lost the father, but I mean, when, when I needed advice from a male figure, it, it was not him that I uh, that I relied on, that I leaned on and uh it does uh, bring me some pain to acknowledge that and to verbalize it. You know, I've always thought it, but it's one thing to verbalize it. And, and now, you know, throwing it up um, everywhere at this point. Um, but that's one thing that I can take from this is that I'm going to work my ass off to make sure that this feeling is not passed down to my own. And um, I know... Uh, Maybe my brother and my sister have a different relationship or had a different relationship. For sure, my sister, um, my father had spent a lot of time 
with uh, with her, lived with her, and so uh, their connection was definitely on a different level than than ours. Um, and I'm glad that that he had that at least with with one of the uh, you know one of his children. And um, my heart really uh, sinks to know how uh, how hurt my uh, my sister is with his passing. But, um, you know, just the news of his passing, it almost couldn't have came at a worse time because, you know, two months before that, my mother-in-law passed um, quite similarly. I mean, once they hit the hospital, like all the same, you know, signatures kind of came down the line that uh, they were they were being diagnosed with and uh, that was a, a, another huge blow I mean you know I saw her and spoke with her way more often than I did um, my father and um, my mother-in-law was was a, a really loving and um, just giving person and um, she meant a lot to a lot of people and she touched many, many lives. Um, I think uh, her and my wife would speak two, three times a day, sometimes even up to five. So um, that loss definitely rocked um, my household specifically harder than my father's passing. Um, but um, one thing that, again, that those uh, deaths have taught me is that we're just not prepared. We're just not prepared to deal with death. Um, we're not pre- prepared financially, emotionally, um, you, you know, just structurally. There's, it's, it's a curveball. I mean, it's, it's an, an inevitability, and yet we're so ill-equipped to deal with it um, that I really feel like it's something that, that we should all take some time to um, really set up your, uh, your avenues, you know, make sure we have a, a will, a living will. Um, life insurance, that's huge. Um, we really got screwed on both of these, um, deaths with, with the, uh, with, with no life insurance, relatively to no life insurance. Um, and my father had none. Um, just how stubborn my dad was. He, uh, he had his car insurance and his life insurance lumped in and, uh, he wasn't satisfied with how they were handling a, a car insurance claim. So he canceled everything, um, a handful of months before he passed. So he had no life insurance. So, um, you know, we got to make sure we have that. You have that covered. Um, but um, you have to have a plan or else it's not it's not hard enough for, you know, your family to have to deal with a loss and losing a person, a loved one. But then you have to deal with cleaning up everything else. Of course, the financial burden, that's, that's huge. Um, in a day and age where we're all living paycheck to paycheck, you know, an extra $20 for a lot of people, for a lot of us will, you know, will, will cause us undue stress. Um, so be prepared. That's, that's one of the main points I can take from this is be prepared and, um, you know, do our best to be there for your loved ones, the other people being affected by this death. And everybody's going to mourn their own way. Everybody's going to feel like they can get over it faster than someone else or someone, you know, will dwell on it for, for longer and 
and we can't criticize people for that because that's just everybody's different on how they deal with things um and whether you think someone moves on too fast or sooner than you would you know we can't judge them for that um we all deal with hurt in our own way and as long as we just extend you know a hand and say hey i'm here for you as long as you need whatever you need um that is more than enough for you know for the communication we don't have to have answers um you know if anything you know the more you learn the more questions you uh you come across um i experience it in my line of work all the time you know people come in with uh with a question or an idea of what they're wanting and then i give them a lot of new info and you know sometimes they can leave more confused unfortunately but um you know i'm i'm there to give information and pass on the knowledge i know about you know what i do so um you know <laughs> as you learn things it you realize that there's so many other things that you do not know um so we, we you can't think that we have all the answers to anything um and then even if you feel like you do have the answers all you can speak about is just your you know relationship with your the own event in your own life so it's all anecdotal um which is for the most part what this is this podcast is going to be it's it's hey this is how i've dealt with things this is what's worked for me this is you know what has helped me out or what has hindered me um here's some examples and here's some insight onto maybe why but other than that um you know all we can do is collect knowledge and try to assess it for ourselves and implement it little by little and see what takes and uh what doesn't and so with the uh with all this talk about death of course some of the people that know me will um invoke you know the uh, the questions on you know maybe what i believe happens after death um because again i'm i'm not a religious person i don't believe in a god I wouldn't say believe. I wouldn't accept the provided theories. Um, so, what do I think happens? Um, obviously, we don't know. I don't know. Um, I would assume that I, you know, I do believe we we give off energy and we are energy. Um, there's, you know, there's no denying that you can walk into a room and just feel a certain energy. You know, if, if that room is just heavy with, with sorrow or, um, you know, excitement, you, you feel that as soon as you walk in. So, um, you know, we are energy. I mean, that's what we are in, in general. I mean, the brain, the synapses, um, you know, we're just electrical nodes and, uh, um, what sen uh, sensors for chemical reactions like that's what biology is so where does that you know whatever you want to call it energy spirit soul where does that go afterwards i don't know i would assume the same place we were before we were born um but other than that you know i really can't speak to it um 
I know it might bring people peace to to really believe in a heaven and to know that or to believe that their loved one is up uh, in heaven, you know, with God, um, reunited with old uh, loved ones and friends, and that can bring people peace. And, um, you know, whatever brings you peace, that's that's great. Um, I don't really believe that that's the case um, for me. So that isn't something that I like look forward to or lean on to bring me, um, you know, happiness with their passing. Um, what brings me happiness is just to know that, you know, my, my father's no longer suffering, um, that my mother-in-law is no longer suffering. Um, cause life, life is suffering. It, it, it really is. I mean, there's beautiful moments. Um, but ultimately it, life is, life is tough. Life is tough. It's very hard. And, um, you know, just to know that I was able to, you know, have them in my life for, my life as long as you know I got with them um, and that I was able to learn from them they taught me and you know just molded me you know because every interaction we have molds you you know a little bit um, to become who I am um, I'm thankful for that so um, you know it just brings me peace to know that they're now at peace and, um, yeah, it's, there's really no more to that in, in my mind, you know, at the moment. And now the only other thing I can do is try to slow down, you know, my time from arriving sooner at my own hand, um, as far as, you know, making unhealthy decisions, um, which is why, you know, I've become as, you know, health oriented as, as I possibly can at the moment, you know, um, you know, I follow a, a certain diet, but I don't consider it a diet in the sense of the, the normal diet. Um, it's just what and how I eat now and going forward. Um, you know, so I'm exercising, uh, a lot more. Um, I'm reading certain material to, really um up my knowledge on just you know trying to be healthier and you know just try, trying to be smarter too um really challenging um the mind because um uh, i think alzheimer's might run on my mom's side of the family so i need to make sure that my mind stays sharp um because that's also obviously a big part of um uh, remaining healthy. So I'm just trying to keep death off me as, as much as I can, um, to be there for, uh, for my kids and my, my family and friends. Um, cause, uh, I wouldn't want, uh, my children to lose me, you know, by the time they're 30, just like I just lost my father. Uh, my wife just lost her mother. Um, you know, there's, there's plenty of ways to get past, you know, those years and still live a long, healthy, you know, fun, meaningful life. Um, as long as you look to take care of yourself, you know, uh, invest in yourself now, make those tough choices now to make it easier on you later. It's still going to be tough. Like I said, life is tough. 
It's going to kick you in the ass, but um, you can try and mitigate the damage now by investing in yourself. It's just like you can't go out and spend your whole paycheck. Um, if you invest some of it now, you can reap the rewards later. So that's um, that's one of my main focuses now um, is just trying to do that. And with that, you know, sharing that knowledge. Um, so um, hopefully this, uh, this reaches uh, a few of you and uh, maybe gives you an insight um, to my train of thought and where I'm currently at. And that'll hopefully evolve over time and change and morph into something, you know, better. Um, that's always the goal. And, uh, um, yeah, it's, uh, not a fun topic, but, uh, this has been, um, this has been fun for me just to be able to voice, you know, my thoughts. So, um, hopefully I can learn from, from this moment and, um, you know, be able to connect with, um, some people a little bit more, you know, um, so just trying to be a little vulnerable and uh, uh, hopefully use that to to grow myself and um, and then in turn just be able to return the favor. Um, so I think that's all I have so far on uh, on the topic of death. Um, maybe I can bring on a, uh, a mortician or a uh, um, I don't know a funeral home director at one point and uh really get uh get a uh, professional's um you know insight to uh to death and uh you know to see what they recommend <laughs> we do to try and prepare ourselves for the uh inevitable um but uh for now it's just my uh ramblings is what you're stuck with for the moment so um Hope uh, you've enjoyed whatever you were able to um, muster and uh, listen to. So um, any uh, any other questions, just feel free to hit me up um, on in any of the platforms and uh, I'll try and respond the best I can. All right, guys. Well, peace, love and prosperity. Go ahead and pass on the message. Love you all.